1: Game Changers, and welcome to this podcast episode where it's my absolute pleasure to introduce, uh, I was going to say three people, and it is three people other than myself, but I'm going to focus in on two of them because the third one, she's such a part of the furniture, forgive the over-familiarity, that uh, barely needs any introduction, but we'll come to that one in a moment. First, um, Crystal, 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 Swanigan from St. Louis in the United States of America. Crystal, very warm welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you and greetings to
1: everyone. And Dr. Art McCoy from the same place um, in America from St. Louis. Art, very warm welcome to you, sir.
3: It's a pleasure to be with you all.
1: Okay. And the third one, last but certainly not least, Rebecca, Rebecca Wheel from United Kingdom.
0: Hi everyone, thank
1: you, Paul. So, listeners, let's get this show on the road now. We've done the introductions. Um, foundational faith. I want to I want us to explore this if we can, um, ladies and gentlemen, in in the context of blessed beyond belief. You know, how important is faith in all its various guises? And, and as we know throughout the world, many people use the word faith, but what does it really mean? So Maybe that's a good opening question, um, Crystal, or uh, what does faith really mean?
3: I'll defer to my, my sister first,
2: Crystal. Okay. Well, you know, I like to use acronyms for when it comes to faith. For me, it's beyond a dream. It's something that's beyond, it's greater, stronger than a dream. Um, I like to use the acronym that faith is um, forward all issues to heaven and 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 deal with it that way. The F is forward. All I issues to heaven and um and also another one that I like to use is forget all impossible truths or trusts uh, and trust in Him. I I you know I'm a very strong faith believer of 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 uh, my higher power is God and I just. Uh, lean on him for all things i dream big i believe that faith is dreaming big and stepping out on the ledge without a a, a a net underneath to catch you just know that that the um that the direction that you're going um has been pointed and directed by um your uh, fa- your faith your your the forces that put you in the right direction points you in the right direction. Uh, I believe that my life is ordered. My steps are ordered. And um, everything in the order is not good, but it's all working together for my good. Things work together for my good. It may not all taste good, be good, but it's all working together for my good. So I just believe that faith is just forwarding all my issues onto a higher power. And my higher power is God
1: that's my
3: faith thank you yeah i i would i would add to that um and that's a great acronym i like that uh so from a variety of traditions of faith uh one sacred sentence that most people know both in the religious sector and non-religious is that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen and i like that 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 explanation uh that comes from uh uh, the book of hebrews in the bible and often many non-religious people use it because it says nothing about god uh it's it's basically trust without evidence and that can be a universal piece or a religious piece Uh, but i would say that in addition to what we've been talking about of individual faith uh is is a corporate thing where there are communities of faith, uh, there's, a, there's a community of like-minded people that have a similar creed, and so often in America we're focused on ourselves with regard to faith, and that's that's important for hope. but but in the beginning and of things, whether it's the beginning of a belief or religion or a group, they have a a, a, a creed, a perception of truth that transcends the current reality and reasoning, and that's a corporate faith. And so, for me, that's very important uh, as a leader because it lets me know how many people have faith in uh, a vision, faith in a future, faith in a community, and faith in an outcome that uh, that we can create something out of nothing. And so, that's important as well.
1: Mm, thank you, mm. Rebecca. Any thoughts?
0: Yeah, beautiful. Um, so what I, I love uh, and really resonate with what you both shared there um, and what's kind of come up for me is around, you know, the fact that life is a mystery and kind of trusting that feeling, trusting your your heart and your soul and your, um, your purpose of why you're here and what you're being called towards and, you know, oftentimes that doesn't make sense or that doesn't kind of,
2: mm. you know,
0: um, we can't logically understand it, but just knowing and just having that, having that faith and that trust that things are aligning in the way that they're supposed to be aligning. And as you said, Crystal, you know, it's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be, sometimes it's going to seem like it's, you know, really, really frustrating or really difficult and challenging and it doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense, but it ultimately it's leading towards something that is far, far greater than we could possibly conceive of and and so for me it's it's leaning into that and and having that faith um that there is a a divine um higher power at play and um you know yeah you know going into that and going into the unknown and trusting the mystery
1: so on that basis i want to ask this question does can we have You know, Art, you flagged up the kind of the difference between the the individual and the more, you know, the more collective, the corporate. Is it possible, do you think, uh, I want to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. So I'm going to say I've got massive faith in me, myself and I just on the surface of that. That's a very ego driven statement without wishing to appear too judgmental. But, you know, me, I've got massive faith, but I don't believe in anything outside of me. What's your thought? Because this is something. This is the kind of for me where the rubber hits the road. Where I hear this statement: I don't need anything outside of me. I am everything. I've got faith in me, and that's all I need. Any thoughts about that?
3: For sure. Uh, I, you know, I, if you want me to go first, I can't. Um, I think that it is possible to have a level of faith that's individual. But that faith is is minuscule in comparison to a corporate faith. Um, and let me just preface this: you know, I sit here with uh, and I, I, I know we're in podcast, so people can not see. I sit with the Torah in my hand that talks about the imarich, which is the root of the word faith in the Ju- Judaic history, or in by Jews. Then I sit with the Quran and and the iman which is the word of faith in that. I sit with, of course, I quote it from Hebrews, the Bible. I sit with the Bhagavad Gita in my hand here, which is, of course, understanding that those tenets of faith from those separate texts. And then I have even uh, and beyond good and evil for mm. a uh, non-God view of faith. And, and in all texts, <laughs> including sacred texts, the community of faith, is what gives you your strength. <laughs> this oneness with this element that is bigger than you that taps into a unmediated truth. People call God that unmediated truth, people call a universe that unmediated truth, but in the end, it's the communal aspect that makes you actually have divine power. And and at the root of it, faith gives you the power to transcend reason and reality in a way that makes something better uh, than it was before. And so, yeah, that would be my response to that person.
2: Mm. Okay. Crystal? Yes. Yeah, so I think that um, I'm, I'm from the school of no man stands alone. No man is an island. No one stands alone. We need each other and we're stronger together. That is really my motto. We're stronger together. So, um, I'm only as good as a portion of a piece of a puzzle for um, my life and for others' lives uh, because people need me to make their life more fulfilled, and I need people to make my life more fulfilled. Um, I truly believe in uh, the law of attraction where I am attracted naturally to people, things, places, ideas, they will come in my path. And, um, you know, so I, I'm not from the, you know, COVID was one of the most challenging things for me, because of the fact that it's separated, it brought division. And I am such a people person. Um, there's very few times I have a party alone, <laughs> other than in the shower. So <laughs> that's my biggest party alone. But I, you know, I do have that devoted time together with me and and my thoughts and my devotion and my prayer time. Um, but other than that, I truly believe in connecting to others. You're, um, you know, we we are great in, within ourselves. We can be great within ourselves, but we need others to make us. It supersizes us. It just brings more light, more fulfillment to who you really are by connecting to someone else. That's just that's just um that's just mm. the fact of the matter. We need each other. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
0: so true, so true. And uh, you know in, in um I think um, art you mentioned about oneness and, and crystal is what you're talking about, you know, unity and people coming together and being stronger mm-hmm. together. Um, cause when, when we recognize that we are, when we see, uh, others as us as well, like we are in each other, you know, we are one of another and we are all, all one. And, um, so yeah, I think recognizing that really can, um, can help lift us, lift us up and, and bring us together and create unity rather than division.
1: Yes. Mm. So let's introduce another word here and it's something you kind of spoke to Crystal a moment to do when you when you referenced the law of attraction I want you to do the, introduce this word intentionality. Mm, yes. What kind of relationship do you feel there is uh, between intentionality and faith you know we get these ideas don't we as humans in our mind around the way things should be could we etc 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 um uh, yeah any, any thoughts? Let's start with you, Rebecca, around this, this intentionality and this relationship with faith. How important is it that we have that, that you know, well, that foundation of faith to set an intention?
0: Mm. Well, I think firstly comes into it for me, the awareness around that first to kind of be aware of what, what faith means to you and, and how you are showing up in the world and being and, and relating to that. And then intentionality for me is really about that um, setting setting those intentions around what you want to achieve and what you want to um, kind of how you want to live your life. Um, because if if there's no intentionality there, you kind of you end up going all sorts of different directions, kind of like a, a dartboard. If you really hone in on where it is that you're wanting to target then that intentionality um can help you streamline straight to where you you're wanting to go. Um, so, you know, and I think by setting those intentions or, or being intentional with faith, um, that can set the foundation for how, how you do what you do. Yeah. yeah. And how you interact with
1: others. Mm-hmm. Heart, crystal, so any kind of expansion of that? Um, my mind, rightly or wrongly, um, okay. is erring. Th- those three words, crystal—that that law of attraction. You know, this intentionality, this manifestation mm-hmm. thereof. And any thoughts, art crystal, around around this relationship between intentionality and faith.
2: So, so yes, with me, um, intention intentional is like a plan. It's a aim, like. Um, um you know, like she said just moments ago it's a goal a target and to be intentional um it was predestinated it was pre thought out um it was intended to be um it was a, a resolve is expected as a result it had purpose my pain becomes my purpose my misery becomes my message my um you know, and I have so many of those, Mm -hmm. Uh, but those are the things that um, were intended to come my way so that I can become the advocate for the product, the product or the topic, whatever the topic might be. Uh, I can become the advocate. So therefore pain was inflicted to provoke me to bring more light and it brings more, because we don't really get involved in things until it becomes knocks on our door. When cancer knocks on our door, oh, now all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're advocates, we're giving donations and we're, mm-hmm. or maybe when you have a great, a loved one that died from that, um, that's when things become alive. So it intentionally came my way because here we go again, God knew the power behind my voice that would bring the projection to get the attention that's necessary and needed. And to bring the intentional strength to that subject so that it can ignite, it can be, it can be more forceful and get the attention it needs to get the money that it needs to get the conversation, the awareness, and, um, and, and have that target shooting towards that subject, whatever it may be. Mm. Dr. Art? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, um, I think that that's a, that's a, that's a beautiful mindset. and. And that's a a mindset that people have that are overcomers. And so I want to speak to those people who may not um, be at a mindset of taking all things and turning it into something that was meant for you, a predestined framework, because that's a strong one uh, to have, especially to overcome issues. I I think for the question of um, intentionality, and the question of um, this, this level of connectivity or, or even um, law of attraction. Let me say that people were stuck in the past often, and they unintentionally or sometimes intentionally repeat generational patterns of, of, of a variety of things. They repeat what their their parents have done. They repeat what their pains have caused. They repeat their relationship habits, and and sometimes it's unknown and, and subconscious, and and sometimes it's conscious because of a preference. People sometimes have a fit test that I only want to live next to those who look like me, sound like me, have what I have, do what I do, believe what I believe, um, and and. And I believe that this law of attraction is very simple. Whatever you focus on gets bigger, period. That is the law of attraction. Um, and then the attention of it is your focus, the intention, the intent. So, but the other piece behind the intention is it's also what's in your heart, really. So you can put something on paper and you can make a declaration after New Year's and say I'm going to lose 20 pounds, but if it's not on your heart, you never lose it. Or if it's not in your 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 soul, your substance, your spirit, you even may lose it and then gain it again. Because ultimately, your intention is your volition, your will. And so, so and then I believe in a corporate will uh, as well. Like, what is our intention? <laughs> terms in America like manifest destiny now i have to say some of these things happen to be some of the most harmful things in society because people's intentions often pave the road towards instability and and really uh, some pain uh, however you know intention can be used for good for bad intention can go beyond good and bad and i think that you know, in this in this context, you know, you you have to be someone who says this is what I stand for. This is at the core of me, and therefore, you know, my intention is X. Uh, because people use these words, leadership, intention, uh, and the like, and it means nothing until there's action, which brings us back to the word faith. Another quote: "Being faithful without works is dead." And so people say things, but they have little to back up behind the statement. And so, you know, I won't say there's a right and wrong way. I can just say that there is ways that cause pain and ways that cause actually peace. And so, you know, you have to judge the intention. You have to judge the attraction and whether it was right for you on the basis of it having you receive what you wish to receive. Some people seek pain because they believe pain is the way to purity. Some people seek peace uh, as the third jewel, if you will, uh, in, the, in the faith of Buddhism. Uh, it's the third gem. The third treasure is that peace that comes when you have a universal trans, uh, understanding and consciousness of your oneness with everyone in the universe, to, to quote uh, Buddhism to be exact. But, and I'm not saying that I am one, but I'm just sharing that these things all have power and that power is ultimately to get something. Uh, I, I, I navigated my own personal life in a way that had a spreadsheet at 17 of everything I would do from birth to death. And at that time I was saying death was 85. Uh, or, so everything I'd done up that far all the way to 85. And having accomplished everything on that list minus three things uh, today, uh, and even during that time, from a planned child to a Ph.D. to a this and that to a certain amount of money. What does it mean? It, nothing except for, OK, I did what was on the list. I was intentional. It means that, OK, I I, I sought it out. I, I attracted it. It attracted me. But it really means nothing in the in the universe, unless you make it mean something to uh those beyond you <laughs> and so so like for a community of doing something impactful of good uh or you know of doing something that do no harms to others and that's when the true journey of like impact begins once you kind of see uh, outside and beyond yourself which is a different topic than intentional and attraction uh, but we have to be attracted to something and if there was nothing out there then you know you would be attracted to yourself and that that i guess would be the definition of vanity uh and, and so some would say all is vanity but at the same time when you make your your vain self something that's useful to others then then you have a good aim for attraction i would quote myself a good aim uh, so that would be my response
1: mm. okay just staying with you art on that theme you introduced um, a concept there in in, in the intentionality theme and the words "good" and "bad"—those polarized words, "good" and "bad"—can we? Is there such a thing as good faith and bad faith? Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll yield since I just spoke. Uh, just in case I, I can answer, but uh, I'll yield to, to, to Crystal if she wishes to answer.
2: Is there a thing of good faith and bad faith? You know. I believe that there is a thing that is strong faith and weak faith, but as in good or bad, I don't think there um, is a, I don't believe that there is a good faith or a bad faith, a small faith, um, referring back to the Bible, which I am a licensed and ordained minister. So I refer to that quite often, but I know my audience is broader than, um, you know, than those that are just, uh, believers, uh, but yet to think of the the idea of um, the Bible brought it down to as small as a mustard seed, which is a very small. It's it's not even the size of your fingernail. It's like when you break off a piece of your fingernail when there's a hangnail. That's approximately the size of a mustard seed. So faith, if we have that amount of faith that can move a something as large as a mountain now we know that that is not a physical mountain but my mountain and your mountain can be totally different but to to contribute to what uh, dr art was saying um my one other acronym that i have for faith was full assurance in trusting him um trusting Whatever your him is, your higher power, minds is God. So a trusting, a trusting that my, I have full assurance that he's going to leave the right legacy that's needed. Now, although he checked the list and completed all of the tasks other than three things, which probably deals with death or something like that. But, um, you know, although he completed all of those tasks and all of the things the things that he was intentional about completing now to have the faith that he will pick the right legacy to leave for others that are behind him. That's, that's, that's the, my thoughts and prayers that he will leave the right legacy and pour into the right group so that they can be empowered, strengthened, helped, and um, ultimately delivered for those that don't want to be delivered. There is a group of people that they're, they're satisfied. They're, they're, or they're not wanting, they're enjoying pain or they are, they feel more peace when it comes to having um, discomfort or pain so that you leave the right legacy, you know, at the right, with the right group of people spend the right amount of time with the right people so that it can be downloaded and the goodness that you Poured in to life to get your goals, make your goals that it will continue on, and it will continue on, and others can grow from that, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I think that's that that again is is moving, helping other people.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. I see Paul is germinating on that. I'm gonna keep it brief, but uh, but I, I, yeah, legacy is so important. That's important. So, so I will come from a little different vantage point um, to say that that um, you asked: Is there such thing as good faith and bad faith? Uh, of course, there is, um, and it, it, it's it's maybe less so in the spiritual domain domain in which uh, in which the great reverend responded. Um, it's in the it's in the world domain of you know good faith. In Latin, is like Pro bono services, pro bono fide, doing something fair, honest, and giving something away with good intention and hope. That's, you did it in good faith. And a good a handshake used to signify good faith in society. Uh, okay, your word, you stand on your word and you, we shook on it. We don't need a contract. That's good faith in the original you know, American version. Uh, Latin is bono fide. Uh, fides. And then bad faith is deception, fraud, um, trickery. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone who steals from you, and, and and that's that's still in contract law to this day in America. Uh, when you sign a contract, it's always in good faith, uh, but also uh, that if you break it, <laughs> that's deemed as bad faith and, and a breach of contract, and you pay a price. And so, so you know, so from a from a human standpoint, uh, there are there, and then it does become spiritual in the sense that when you have a person that wants to. <laughs> Do something deceptive, make something more of themselves. You know, then they're they're operating in bad faith. You know, if a person promises you something and doesn't deliver, or if a faith, you know, promises you something but turns out to be a cult. You know, you drink this Hamlet and you're going to go to uh, to heaven with me on this spaceship on this specific day. Uh, ultimately, there comes a point in reckoning with every leader to do a level of soul searching to whether what you espouse as uh, good is actually good, or is good actually God, or is good actually universe, or Is good actually a collective order of a higher set of principles um, that ultimately we try to prescribe to? And I think that's at the heart of good faith and bad faith. In the end, people use people. In the end, uh, no matter how you slice it, someone, uses someone else for something the question is uh, is that use returned with something as useful as they were used for (laughs) is it a quick quick quote in which both people and all people rise or does just one person or one group rise and so you want to make your 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 give to get a a a tide that lifts all boats because we all have been given something and then we all want to get something. And then the question becomes, do you operate to get more than to give and is your getting greater than your giving? And I think that that's, uh, I think that that's at the heart of the good faith, bad faith in the context of deception versus honesty and fairness,
1: um, but great question. Mm. Rebecca, good faith, bad faith?
0: Mm. It is a good question and um... You know, I resonate with what you said uh, around, you know, in the in the human kind of more human perspective point of view. Then um, I guess it does bring in perspective as well, actually. Just thinking about it and kind of it, it maybe different for everyone and kind of how they perceive that and subjective as well. What's good, what's bad. Um, but uh, bringing it back to to something actually, um, you mentioned earlier around, you know, uh, what causes pain, what causes Um, something better something that adds to people's lives something that adds to the world or what kind of detracts from that so it brings in service to me you know how how are we helping others Um, and you know that that exchange that you've just spoken about of you know we're giving but we're also receiving as well and I feel like when you when you do give um, from a place from an open space from your heart um, you receive as well so in a sense it's kind of the same energy when it's coming from that place. Um so yeah, I think it's it's um it is a good question. It's really interesting to kind of explore that and um yeah, and I guess as well in a more from the more spiritual perspective, good and bad faith, I guess you know, even the even those instances when there is deception, when there is pain or something, you know, that brings in the ultimate faith of well, this is happening for a reason and this is playing out in the way that it's You know supposed to play out and having that ultimate faith so yeah it's just kind of my thoughts i think definitely Mm. an interesting question for sure
1: well this is where i'm going to come in listeners and attempt humor and notice i always say attempt humor because i think it's fair to say that uh, my humor prowess needs some some work to be done and that's feedback (laughs) from around the world and i'll leave it at that for the time being And and this is my attempt at humour, Art. So you're missing three things. This is a completely left field question that applies to you. Your three missing things are they still on the radar, or are are, you know as those uh, as that ship or those ships sailed, without priming into what they may or may not be?
3: Oh, they're still on the radar for sure. Um, However, I would say this. You know, when you get when you number one, when you get married, some people say uh, marriage is the the fastest route to holiness because you <laughs> because you have to you have to put yourself uh, second and which in a situation of two, that's last. and so <laughs> so 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 I would say um I would say, yes, it's on the list. The three are on the list, but they're tempered, and I've come to a place where the list doesn't matter. In the sense that um it is all as well with my soul, if the list is complete, or if the list is not complete, but but I think that you know you have to approach. So we're talking about blessed beyond belief, and we're talking about faith. And here's a great example that. In, and before I give that example, I'm gonna say, you know, I talked. You talked about good attention and bad attention, and and with Paul, I had to give you a, a a true acknowledgement. I critiqued you before this podcast because I. I was like, "Mm, I don't think I'm going to do it. And I asked three three questions. And when Paul's answer all showed good faith of proceeds go to a nonprofit, we're going to share a word that helps people to reach as many people as possible. Those are the ticker points that we're talking about to say, you know, it is good. impact that's positive, it leads to peace versus pain, which is the paradox I gave in the in the paradigm of, of that last precept of the three Jews, uh, giving beyond yourself, so forth. So, so, so for me, in my list of three, if any of those three were to cause pain, I would strike it. And at this time, it causes a level of stress for someone most important to me, which is the level of pain that I say I have to be okay to turn on and off my desires like a light switch if i'm going to really have a level of maturity uh in in this in this world uh that that transcends you know the things that make us angry and upset you got to be able to control your 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 desires uh, which leads to your intentionality uh where your heart is there is a treasure well if you can have your heart be governed by principles that's beyond physical treasures then you you've actually reaped, reaped the greatest reward and you can do the greatest good, and it and you take the greatest sacrifices.
1: Superb. Thank you. So as we start to wrap up then, ladies and gentlemen, um, I just want to kind of use the same question, really, by way of a conclusion, and it's this. When we talk about blessed beyond belief, how can faith help us to, you know, and please feel sure to to feel in your own individual lives, how you feel you are blessed beyond belief and how faith has helped you. And for our listeners stroke readers, how it can help them. We're into the real nitty gritty of how, so, you know, this has been a fascinating conversation, but in terms of the book particularly, uh, well, I shouldn't actually say, I shouldn't single the book out because the podcast equally, um, but this message of, you know, how faith can help us. This is the real crux of the matter, isn't it? The importance of faith mm-hmm. rather than some convenience that we can just pick up and put down depending what mood we're in. Uh, yeah. Um, Crystal, any thoughts mm-hmm. around that? How it's helped you? What does it mean? A more, you know, equally important, not more, but equally important. What's the message to our listener, stroke readers around this?
2: Well, I think that... um that we should, um, the message that I want to, to send to, to everyone is to step out, step out and trust, trust the, trust yourself. Um, speaking of your question earlier about um, being uh, an individual, believing in yourself, trust yourself, you know, and I, I believe there are, you don't have to look at things not going in the direction that you want it to be a mistake. It can be an intended um, error to before you reached your goal. So step out. And um, another acronym that I like is forget about impossible and trust him. For those that are spiritual minded, you know, trust God, Trust that you will be led to the right place around the right people that are going to create the right intention, the right end result that you are looking for um, in life and what you have to give and to offer to others. You have a lot to offer to others. You hold value. You are valuable, even if you don't think you're valuable. If you're not seeing the value, but if others don't see the value. Uh, God woke you up this morning. Therefore, there is some purpose. There is purpose that you have and possess. So walk in your purpose, walk in your value. Um, if I were to take a dollar bill and tear it, uh, if I were to take that same dollar bill and burn it, burn part of it, if I were to take that same dollar bill and spit on it, stump on it and straighten it back out and, and, and wipe it off, I will still be able to spend it. It still has value, you know, at the end of the day. If you've been burnt, if you've been spit on, if you've been stepped on, if you've been misused, you still have value. Start making lemonade out of those lemons. uh, Start making purpose out of that pain. You did not raise your hand to be the advocate for that specific situation, but you're there. You're there. You're in that situation. So make the best of it. Make the best of it. Know that you have purpose. You have value. Um, Use your gifts. Use your gifts that you have. Um, I like to use the SHAPE as an acronym. Your spiritual gifts, your heart, your abilities, your personality, and your experience. Putting that all together it's all things working together, and it's going to make for good for other people. So that's what I like to leave with people: um, believe in yourself, believe in believe that your direction is being pointed. You are being pointed in a direction to make a purpose. Be that purpose.
1: Beautiful. Thank you, Crystal. Rebecca, anything to add to that
0: one? Oh, that was that was um, really really beautiful to hear, and uh, resonated with me deeply. And so, thank you for sharing that. Um, Thank you. You, you know for me it's um it's a it's a daily practice and um you know in, in faith and and the am um, what I'm finding is the more I am leaning into to the unknown and 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 to the mystery of it all and just kind of going with it and following my intuition following my heart and as you just spoke around believing in myself the more life's kind of opening up in these magical mysterious and wonderful ways and um and the more I'm able to kind of Bring out my gifts and um, ultimately, um, you know, be in a position to be able to help and um, offer offer service. So, um, so yeah.
1: Okay, Doctor Art. Last but not least, certainly not least. So this whole thing around <laughs> blessed beyond belief and how faith plays in, how it's played out in your life, how it continues to play out in your life. Hence my attempted at humor around the three missing pieces. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, any thoughts, yes. Doctor Art, by way of conclusion?
3: Well, you know, I, I'm attempting to be humble because I think that's a a, a a huge creed. But I would say to people, my sentence would be, you know, all things are possible with faith. Uh, all things are possible. And so remember that there are two types of faith. If we were going to summarize it, and then granted, there's many faith, but I can summarize it in two. There's a faith in the, the truth and in precepts. You know, you can have faith in those things and that can take you so far. You know, faith in your religious beliefs, faith in yourself, faith in your community, faith in your product, faith in your, your passion. And then there's the other type of faith. That's the stretching faith. That faith that's, that's not reasonable. That faith because it stretched beyond knowledge. It's like, it's a territory where it's unknown and you have nothing to rely on, but you just, you just hope in your heart of hearts that this perception of what you wish will transcend reality and reason to have it work together as good. That's a separate type of faith. And when we're in the acting space of doing things, acting out our purpose in life, when I say acting space, it's that stretching faith that allows people to do beyond what they can ever imagine or think. You know, I would have never imagined the thought that I would be retired by you know, 43. I would never imagine that I would work harder retired than not retired for purpose. I, I would never imagine to be the first and youngest teacher in the state of Missouri, or the youngest superintendent at a time, or to be the superintendent of Michael Brown. You know, a Junior, who was slain, and then be a part of a movement for that, or to speak with Martin Luther King, the third, and be on his board. All those things mean nothing unless you use it for this this purpose of peace and impact. And ultimately, understand that you've been blessed beyond belief because you've gone beyond that level of what was reasonable. Uh, it, you know, for for in my case, a African American male. Who, uh, who was supposed to be born retarded. And if it wasn't for my mom's faith that it would be more than what the doctor said, I would have been aborted because that's what they asked her to do. And just like that happened for me through my mom, it happened through me for others in my humble attempt is to continue to operate in that spirit of that type of faith that transcends uh, the current reasoning with the basis of something that's beyond me and even beyond my understanding. And so know that all things are possible in in that type of faith. And uh, I encourage you to tap into it and love yourself through it because it's not all, it's not all peace. It comes with pain and suffering and through that suffering, as was stated earlier, you get a level of power that allows you to make an impact and through your purpose.
1: Wow. What a way to end, listeners. What a way to end. Crystal, Rebecca, Dr. R, immense gratitude for being part of this, what I believe to have been a wonderful conversation. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank Thank you.
2: Thank you, Paul.
1: Thank you. you. And on that, uh, I think, poignant note, that's probably the right word, listeners, point readers, poignant note. I'm just going to sign off the way I always do by saying, remember, the world's changing.